You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right. Joining me right now is Olympic silver medalist. Yada 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 yada. Rye Benjamin. And I, I guess I have to ask you a couple of questions about running just to kick things off, but that's not why I wanted to talk to you today. So I guess how's how's off season going? But you know, it's been, we're uh, December now. Yeah, it's December now. It's been uh it's been great. Um, just really, really in the thick of it, to be honest with you. So just trying to keep my head down. Yeah, uh, going through that. So, but it's been it's been pretty good so far. It's you got a a new far. training partner. Yes. How's, how's having Fred around? It's, it's, you know, at first it was, it was exciting. I mean, it still is exciting. Um, reality is, I mean, we did, Fred and I did uh, a workout together last week, actually. So um, that was, that was a lot of fun, but reality is he's running hundred and I'm running the 400 hurdles. So very rarely do we come together, but I think more as the workouts are starting to progress throughout the entirety of the year and, and we kind of step down to get that speed in, um, we'll kind of get together here a little bit. So uh, you're officially a volunteer assistant on the team as well. Like, not is Fred, did Fred get that nod? Not, or you're not, not anymore. I think, um, I think here, because it's an Olympic year, you get an Olympic exception. So if you look at the roster, I think they're, I think because of NCAA rules, you're not allowed to have volunteer coaches anymore. So okay. yeah, well, you just get like an Olympic exception exemption from uh, compliance. It's a whole thing to be honest, but it's fun though. It's, it's fun having him out there. The energy is great. I mean, everyone's just working relentlessly. So, you know, with him, Mike, me, Isaiah, um, a couple of the college guys that are expected to do well this year. Like it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy sometimes. It's a long year though. So, I mean, all right. The, the thing that blew my mind and why I said we got to talk yeah. is the non-traditional approach you take to the off season. I mean, when you race, you race hard, you race seriously. You're just yeah. telling me you're not, you're not going home for Christmas because training's taken over. Like you're yeah. all in. Yeah, I'm all in. 100%. This, this off season though. I, I see a guy pop up on my Strava who I would not expect to be on Strava at all doing an activity I would not expect to do at all. But then it turns out, I guess you kind of like told Chris this after pre yeah, that I you did. had a big purchase on the horizon. Yeah. So walk me through, why did you get a bike and how did this come about? So I've always wanted a bike, to be honest with you. And my agent's always just like, nah, like you're not getting on a bike. Just go sit down. And he cycles quite a bit, to be honest with you. Um, so I was just really, really committed, um, you know, taking trips back and forth to Germany. Um, ended up like walking through Munich and saw this bike shop. And I was like, dude, like I, I'm going to buy a bike. And he was like, 
don't freaking buy a bike. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to do it. And he's like, don't do it. And he was like, wait till after you get done this year, see how things go and see how you feel from there. So fast forward, still have the little bike bug. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. So finally got the go ahead. Coach Hayes said it was cool. Coach Watts was cool with it. So I went ahead and bought the bike. And um, at first I didn't know my plan was to go back east and do it. And uh, what happened was I ended up going to Rafa down in Santa Monica to get, because they sell bike bibs and jerseys and what like that. Anything You just like, walked in? I just walked in. Did walked they know in. who you are? Did anyone recognize you at some no point? No recognized me whatsoever, which is like kind of a good thing living out here in California because it's like so many celebrities and um athletes out here like it's 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 hard to tell who's who and and gain that recognition as opposed to living in a small town but walking to rafa and i was like hey man like looking to get some um some some cycling gear told him i've never cycled before and he was just like wait what and i was like yeah and i was like yeah this is just an off-season thing for me and uh i run track professionally and he was like wait we got a guy here that runs that ran track at ucla who cycles now um his name was uh jelani davis so went got bought the gear went back the next day chopped it up with him a little bit and at this at this point my bike was getting assembled at specialized also like not an entry-level bike yeah definitely you not dove all yeah. the way in yeah so when i told them they were like oh what kind of bike did you get and i was like yeah i got an s-works sl8 and they were just like wait what they're like, you just got, you just literally started cycling and got like the Ferrari of all bikes. And then I was like, you know what? Like, that's, uh, I didn't really think of it that way, but yeah. So I got a pretty fast bike um, and everyone loves the bike, especially in the cycling community. Uh, so met up with him. Uh, did you fall first? Up. Did you fall clipping in the first I was, time? I was, so this is what happened. I, it was so funny. I'm riding on San Vicente. And at this point, I'm telling everyone, like, yo, I'm not going to fall. Like, I'm an athlete. I know how to click in. I know how to clip out. Like, it's fine. So I'm trying to be cool. And I'm trying to do, like, an indoor, like, stance, like, like without clipping out at a red light in Brentwood. And this other guy is, like, right next to me. And I freaking lost balance and just went down in the middle of the street my ferrari yeah and got up and i it was just like i I wasn't embarrassed but it was like i'll never see these people ever again but it was just like dang like i could have just clipped out and been normal and been fine and as i'm riding the dude's asking me like hey are you okay and then on top of that he goes wait aren't you ride benjamin <laughs> i was like what the hell this is crazy, but yeah, I fell doing, trying to be cool at a light um, in front of everyone, but um, no, it, it was fun. And then uh, that week met uh, Justin uh, Williams. Okay. So I was going to ask how you, who, how you linked up with the Legion guys for track fans listening. Legion is like the top us crit team out there. Yeah. And the Williams brothers are, they probably make some of the coolest content and cycling on YouTube, yeah. some good inspiration for track out there. But yeah, so how did this come about that you met these guys? Oh, my friend Jelani um, was like, yeah, I'm cool with Justin and all those guys and they all ride together. So he invited me out for a ride 
with all like it was like a saturday coffee ride um so i ended up being late but i met up with them and they were they just happened to be doing extra credit that day and for people who don't know extra credits like after the main ride you go and do a longer ride so we ended up all getting coffee at blue bottle uh met justin super cool guy uh met a couple of the other guys mark um who's also at rafa as well too and um jelani was there and um other guy dominique and dante williams as well too who also rides for miami blazers which is another crit team as well and we just mobbed pch man like we rode from santa monica all the way past um pepperdine and just kept going and um turned around at a gas station and came right back so i think we ended up doing like I think about 50 miles that day and that was like my first like ever like real ride like just cranked out 50 miles and everyone was just like oh man like you did better than we thought you would you know for your first time being on a bike and i was just like yeah man i'm an athlete like would you, you know but it was it was it was great because i got to learn something different and do something different because sometimes like the sport kind of gets monotonous you know and gets kind of boring and just challenging myself down a different alley, down a different, you know, avenue was just a blessing in disguise to kind of just get away from the running and whatnot. And also just finding a hobby. Like, you know, yeah. like when, whenever people ask me like, oh, what do you do outside of just track? Like, what do you do when you get home? Like, do you do anything for fun? Like my answer is always, nah, not really. I just kind of get home, you know, play Warzone and like after a while I guess kind of like you know I guess kind of weird telling other people that like I go home and play video games like now you got something yeah as a hobby and like now I have like a hobby hobby where I could I mean it's it's more um it's more guarded now like I can't just get on the bike and go I like kind of be like hey coach like can I is it does it make sense for me to ride the bike this week and whatnot so We've been doing a good job, like posting it here and there and, and doing certain things. And sometimes like, you know, if it, if it makes sense, I'll go and do like a short 30 minute ride. But I'm not doing like those long rides like I was doing in the off season. For sure. Yeah. I mean, all right, so I have so many questions. I mean, first off, like the something that's really cool about the Legion guys is like the diversity initiative of what they do. And like, I don't know if you want to speak to that, but like not a lot of black guys ride bikes yeah. for three hours like you right. were doing. Like that's a unique aspect, right. let alone doing it as a sprinter. That's something that, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I like, got a comment on my Instagram. He had like one guy, one kid was like, like, how does it make sense to ride on your bike, ride that many, amount of miles for like three hours? And I, it's it's not you're not necessarily doing it to get better it's um it's it's a like because you're not riding that bike for that long you know neurologically like it's just not gonna work it's not it's a whole entirely different energy system muscle grouping just positioning on the bike like yeah. riding a bike for x amount of hours does not equate to running fast because realistically you're only working in like zone two zone three especially when you're doing when you're going on those very very long rides like you're just working that endurance zone so it was more so just a you know stay in shape kind of thing not like yeah. sit on for six weeks and not do anything and then come back feeling sore but 
pivoting back to your question about, you know, their whole initiative. I mean, most of the guys that I ride with, they are, you know, because they're not a lot of black cyclists that ride, obviously. So, you know, they Justin's whole thing is about getting, you know, more, you know, black people on bikes and just people on bikes in general. But uh, it was just awesome because, you know, I've never met these guys before and he they knew nothing about me and it was just completely welcoming and everyone was like completely friendly. It's a great community, no matter if you know the person or not, like everyone wants to help out. Everyone wants to invite you to these social rides and whatnot. So it was, it was, it was great. Like getting on, like you kind of get, it's more so you're not addicted to the riding. It's more of a being in the setting with multiple people. Yeah. It's, it's unique and totally different than running as well. Yeah. Because you can stop for a coffee, get back on the sure. bike. You can stop for a beer and a, a, a pizza, yeah. get back on the bike. And right. it's and not about fun. exercise necessarily. Like your exercise are burning calories, but it's just a social thing. And you're hanging out right. with a huge group of cyclists, just like, what What if we go over there next? And you just, right. it's yeah. it's the best way to spend five hours. It is. It definitely is. And I mean, they're in their off season now. So they're doing the longer rides, which in essence it's fine but when they start actually working out like actually doing like intervals on the bike itself like i'm just like okay because my friend uh jelani called lonnie he was that ride that we went to santa monica the second time he was he was doing a workout and i tried to stay on his wheel and i could stay on i stayed on for about five ten minutes and it was just wraps like it's just completely you think you're a good runner but when you get on that bike, it's a completely different beast. And like I said, completely different energy system. Like it's, it's, it, it takes a lot to actually be a great cyclist. From... So could you, could you be like, what was I your strength? Next, I think in the next, if I really took it seriously for the next three years, I could probably be really, really good on the bike. You think crit? Even like I rode with Colleen one time. Yeah. Colleen, okay. Tell me about Colleen, Colleen quickly, of course. Colleen dropped me on Mandeville Hill. And it was supposed to be an easy ride. And I felt confident. And I was like way ahead of them. And they catch up to me. And just, they were just like, oh, so you want to like actually ride? And I was like, yeah, like, why not? Stayed on her wheel, on his wheel, Colleen's wheel and my other friend's wheel for like about four or five minutes. And they were just out of sight. And I was just like, what the hell? Like Colleen's actually really, a really good climber on the bike, um, given she's just transitioning to that. But I think if I really took it seriously, like actually like had a, in the next two to three years of actual like riding every day, I think I'll be really good at it. Like velodrome style sprinting, like did that convert well? Obviously you can get around four hundred yeah, track that's well like, oh that's that's a different beast that's like you know putting out a thousand watts 1200 watts you know at any given moment for you know 15 20 30 seconds at a time that's that's a lot of power and i'm i'm tall yeah so it's not you know I, i'm not really built for velodrome but for velodrome but i mean i can i can ride for 70 80 miles on a bike all right then the natural follow-up question is yeah. is this convert in any way to potential 800 at some point 
Like it, <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> most 400 guys wouldn't be able to, at least in my mind, wouldn't be able to do that. And I, yeah, most people won't. But for me, it's just the 800 is just that. Yeah, no, man, I can't. You could it. if you wanted. If I wanted to, I could. I, I If I really wanted to, I think seriously, like if I seriously ran an eight, I could probably run 144. But I mean, it's like that's not going to win anything today to be honest with you but you could win some like california state meet or something for sure yeah, with that could, yeah with that yeah. time but i mean like there's no 800 in my future it's just the the training i've seen the training for it and it's just not fun so I, uh, I hopped in with isaiah on a couple workouts and uh, it it's a different level of lactic threshold than running the four for sure so and cycling I, really into the data i've heard you kind of like touch on a few of the you know you're talking zones you're talking power is that like a pretty intriguing part or like did you get into that side of things at all i mean you don't get that much feedback as you would in your everyday practice yeah you don't and especially running track like you don't it's not a it's not a statistics game with track with cycling it is where you can measure heart rate being certain zones, the amount of wattage that you're outputting, your weight to wattage ratio, all that stuff is important. How error you are on the bike. And I think that all comes down to equipment. Like we don't use, there's no, there's no, we're not using a piece of equipment for track. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it maybe in the future, in the near future, our shoes will be able to tell us, you know, exactly what we're doing, but it's a completely different dynamic than putting power down into a pedal, how you climb, you know, your positioning on a bike, you know, how you, how you're riding the bike, how you're distributing power and all that type of stuff. I think it's way more because that bike is like, it's actually my room right now. Like I can, it's right here. There it is. Sleep oh. right next to it. Yeah. 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 I go, well, this is my like office gaming, whatever area you want to call it. Your shoe area. Yeah. But I mean, like the, it's, it, it measures power. So, I mean, you could definitely get caught up in wanting to be over 200 Watts every single ride and being over a certain speed. And you could tell, you know, the, the level of rider who can hold 200 Watts at like a zone two or zone three and be fine. As opposed to me, where when I first started, you know, 200 Watts would take me to about zone four, zone five, like I'm at a, 160 170 beats but my heart rate's just naturally going to be high no matter what i can hold that because of what i do but you know those guys are conditioned to have very low heart rates over an you know x amount of distance whereas you know track run it's like we're just like it's just like all right get ready to go you go and 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 you're now carrying your own body weight and putting force down to the track completely different ball game so you can get caught up in the numbers of it and i did get caught up in the numbers of it for a while. i was trying to get over a thousand watts and i finally got it and my agent goes like yo man like stop chasing these watts just like be normal i just ride the bike like you're not a sprinter and i was just like yeah you're right like, i'm really not so yeah so one of my favorite things to always talk with you about is just you know big picture sport you, yeah. you had an opportunity to dive into another sport a little bit, talk to some of the top guys domestically about the sport. Any major takeaways of like, what should track be learning from cycling after 
nothing. Your toes, nothing. Well, I think we're based on the conversations that I've had. We are, and I know everyone loves to complain about you know the state of track and field, but we are in a better position than crit racing, like pay grade wise, just across the board, to be honest with you. And um, it just kind of gave me some perspective and and made me grateful for, you know, being in the position that I'm in right now, as opposed to being a professional. Realistically, like you're not making any real money, like, well, any big money if you're not on the tour mm -hmm. and if you're not a tour team. And I find that to be like crazy because crit racing is so exciting. Like you're on a closed circuit and you're having what 50, 40, like how, how many ever people zoom by you going, you know, 25, 30 miles an hour on a bike. And you never know who might eat shit going into a turn. And there's alcohol, there's food, there's music, like, and it's not like you're on the tour where you just see these this peloton once and now they're down the road 10 miles and that's it it's like you're consistently seeing them come through and you're seeing the race set up and you're seeing people take lead outs and and you know trying to break away and using strategy and it's exciting to see to be honest and i mean i think it'll make a great olympic sport to be honest with you but it's just it kind of falls on the same issues that we have as well, but there's their issues on a, are on a bigger scale where it's not promoted. And, you know, the cycling community is huge. It is huge, just like the track community. But for some strange reason, like there's no, no one wants to put any capital into that as in addition to track because it's like what's the return like there's no what's the what's your roi at the end of the day um so i mean like after talking to justin like i mean we've spent a couple hours on the bike and talking to him about that like i hear his frustrations and see the change that he's bringing to crit racing and seeing the things that he's trying to implement as well too so it's 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 funny because like he's he's he will say certain things and in my head i'm just like dude like i understand man like it's the same with track and field like you speak and you have all these great ideas but it, sometimes it just feels like it falls on deaf ears and you know it's 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 one of those things where things aren't going to change tomorrow but over time like it's progressing and getting better I, I'm happy to hear a different perspective than I was expecting. You know, like I thought you were going to come in and be like, we got to do X, Y, Z. I got this figured no, out. It's, 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 I think you, and I think one of our issues too is like everyone, everyone has a, has an opinion. Like everyone has too many opinions and some of the opinions, quite frankly, don't make sense. Like, I think we need to be realistic and not be imaginative when it comes to track and field, we will never be the NBA. We will never be the NFL. Like it just, it just won't work because of what we're doing. The only thing, like I've said that we could probably, probably compare our sport to is pro golf. And that's it. Um, but in terms of like everything else, like I understand people have 
good intentions and 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 mean well but sometimes it's just like dude like you're like you're that's rubbish man like <laughs> like what you're saying doesn't make any sense whatsoever and you could tell some people just get really frustrated and they think that this is supposed to be what it is but yeah it's not i feel like sometimes people throw out suggestions and it's like don't you understand that like the pro athletes sit around all day just thinking about this exact thing like yeah, exactly how much yeah. time have you spent just thinking about what could be better and how you could improve it and it's like Someone who spends 10 seconds thinking about it one time is not going to solve it. All the time. Like the conversations constantly being had, whether you're at practice, getting treatment, like it's like, you know, and, and you see some people have certain takes and it's just like, dude, like, no, like you don't, you don't have the answers. Like if you had the answers, we would be listening to you. Like, you know, but it's just, yeah, uh, yeah. And then it also comes down to an ego thing as well, too. I think there are a lot of egos in track and field as well, too. And, and um, yeah, it could be a mess. So especially like with the whole athlete of the year situation, to be honest with you, like it was, it was, that was interesting. I mean, me personally, I, I don't really like care about it too, too much, but I can see, I, I can't see why they did what they did, to be honest with you. I mean, it's always had, something. Yeah, you had a great year, and usually that award goes to one male and one female. So why change it now? And why not make everyone aware that you were changing it? Like, it's not yeah. really that. Yeah. But I, I was saying that there shouldn't even be one male, one female. There should just be one. Like, one if you group. can compare a track athlete to a field athlete to a road athlete, why can't you? compare men versus women if we're just doing who had the so best who would year be, who, would be, who would be your one person that gets it this year faith kipyegon because she broke the world record she broke multiple world records and won multiple gold yes she, you know like yeah. this year was about faith if, the, if there's like one storyline that if, if noah broke the world record in the two and yeah then i think noah had to get one record record just one. And then yeah. I think because the yeah. triple obviously is the triple, but like yeah. Faith had the world records and you know, the the double. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, I had yeah, no argument here. And I love Noah. Yeah, so. I mean, look, if you go men and women, that's different. But I think I think you just have one. Yeah. I'm not I'm not mad at that either. Yeah. To be honest. Like all right. <laughs> you want to win, freaking run fast. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's just a yeah. it's just an award. You know. Yeah. If anyone can handle losing it should be a pro athlete. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I mean, I know Noah was upset about it last year and look what it did. Like it channeled him to have in his best year yet. So, um, you know, this might, who knows? We might've just woken a monster. Like, yeah, honestly, you know, that was the plan. That's why they did it. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we, we next year, no questions, records and triple, but, um, all right. Right. Last question. Swimming. That's yeah. that's the last piece. You got the running down. I mean, a little short, but now you got the, the biking. How's your swimming game? I, I can swim. You can. Um, All right. Yeah, I'm a I'm a really good swimmer. To be honest, I just think you're confident in anything. I could ask, like, how's I how's your basketball have, game? I had a swimming workout the other day, as well. So like, just to like, are you pulling out your speedo? Oh, okay. I got my <laughs> my dog was here, so I do swim as well too. Um, but that right there hats off i have like when any when when people compare sports i think swimming is one of the hardest sports 
like in the world. Yeah. I know it's, it's low impact and you can get in the water and, and, and swim again the next day. But dude, like if you think about it, just like exerting all your energy in a body of water and you're holding your breath and your only opportunity to breathe is when you come up for like probably half a second and you got to inhale and exhale without like getting any ingesting any water like man like try not like trying not to drown in is is it's just hard in itself and just doing that and yeah it's it's a lot so i have a lot of respect for people who uh who swim but um a triathlon's not i feel like that question is coming i just asked it in so many words not it's not it's not in my future man like the swimming piece is just that is just incredibly hard to be you know i i think something that gets confused sometimes is this idea that like oh you're you know you're a good track athlete but you're not a good athlete overall and it feels like sometimes it's like no i just happen to be best at this one sport that doesn't mean i wasn't capable of doing other things it's not like not everyone got cut from the soccer team and only had one backup option. Like a lot of times the best athletes had their pick. Yeah. I mean, like that's what that's maybe you got I, cut. I don't know. I feel like everyone that I've run into that runs track was good at something else. Like Fred was good at playing basketball, good at playing football. Um, you know, I, I like I feel like Vernon can play basketball. Cherry can play basketball. Mike can play basketball. Like everyone did something else at one point in their life. And I feel like a lot of, like even Marvin Bracey, like he played football. Even Marvin. Yeah, Marvin, Marvin played football. So I feel like we were all really good at other sports. But like you said, like this just happens to be the one thing that you're really good at. So yeah. you're like, this one pays the least. I'll do this. Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, 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 yeah, let's <laughs> do this sport that pays the least. I should have played baseball. To be yeah. Um, I mean, can you imagine we get to a point where like that is like track? My, I mean, maybe you won't get there for the next hundred years, but just man, 700. It's just deferred. Our money is deferred. That's what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. did any of the guys, text you or anything about the biking like is fred getting a bike next anyone uh, fred's not fred has called me a few times while i was on the bike told me to get off the bike <laughs> um i tried to get michael to get a bike and he was just like man i'm not doing that maybe next year we'll see um but uh i i'm like it's it's fun man like i once you get on it and you it's addicting writing it's addictive like yeah. it is like I'm actually thinking about buying a second bike. To be honest with you, you don't need two bikes, and I don't need to. But like at the same time, it's like if you buy one, you gotta get it a friend. So why not get it a friend? To be honest with you, but we'll see. Maybe next off season, I, I what I really want to do is go to like Mallorca and just go freaking cycle there. That's what I really want to do in my off season. But we'll see how things go and if I can get a blooper guys to go with me because I feel like that'd be a lot of freaking fun. I'm, I, you can get in, invited to like Girona or something where all the tour yeah, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah. So yeah, Justin and them, they went to Girona as well earlier. Well, a couple weeks ago, actually. So yeah, it's be cool to like actually have the time to go do that. But you know, Olympics, and then we have what Worlds again next year. So 
nonstop. World after next year, so it's just nonstop. So hey, soon enough, you put in your two three years. Yeah, you, you prove yourself out. Yeah, after I'm done, I'm I already decided like I'm getting on the crit. Seriously, that's awesome. How's your bike handling? Good. It is pretty good. It's well, pretty good so far. You need so, it there. Yeah, I mean, I was always good on a bike, but like this kind of bike, it's just. You know, like yeah, uh, low wind blows and you will go sideways. Trust me. Like it was windy out here because it's all carbon fibers, so it's not. You're not really getting much weight support from these bikes because they're super light. But I feel like my bike and skills are really good. I feel like just having this conversation now, you're like going out tomorrow. I'm actually going out on Christmas Day. Oh, that's nice. Go for a Christmas ride. Good to stay in LA. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Going early. It's Christmas morning, so there'll be no traffic. So probably hit PCH with a couple of the guys and send it and come back. Awesome. Well, Ryan, thanks so much for taking the time to to chat cycling. Um, you know, a little too cold right now in New York. So glad you're staying there to do it. <laughs> it is. But thank you, man.